What is up, Next Level fam? Thank you for joining another episode of Health Explained. I'm your host, Alexis Smith, and today we'll be discussing work-life balance for busy moms. I have with me Dr. Hala Hai. Dr. Hai is one of our amazing associate medical directors here at Next Level, and today she is going to be speaking to us about work-life balance, specifically for busy moms. Um, Dr. Hai is well qualified for this topic because she is, of course, a busy mom. Um, Dr. Hai, tell us uh, a little bit about you. How old are your kiddos? Yeah, um, so uh, my kids are, uh, Alexis, hi, thank you for having me first and foremost. Um, So yeah, my kids are, uh, Omar is seven and Nura is three. Um, Yeah. Those are fun ages. And so just so our audience has a little bit of background about you, I mean, tell us a little bit about what you're juggling right now as a working mom, because you're not just at next level, correct? Yeah, no. Um, I'm. I've been with Next Level for the last um, two and a half years, but I recently also um, opened my own practice here in Southeast Houston. So um, I'll give you a little background about me, and uh, you can ask away. Awesome. Well, congrats on your new practice, first of all, before you launch into it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. It's been exciting. A lot of work, but exciting. Like Alexa said, uh, my name is Hala Hai. My parents are from India, and we came here when I was 10 years old. I was raised in Michigan, and being Muslim, my parents focused on faith, culture, education, and strong moral values, and ingrained a culture of doing for others and giving back to the community. So um, like Alexis asked and, and we talked about, I have two kids. Um, I'm married. Omar is seven and Nora is three. Uh, crazy ages, fun ages, um, challenging as well. I am a board-certified family medicine physician. I work in, as a primary care physician and urgent care physician um, with Next Level and now my own practice in the Houston area. So I do juggle the long hours and when we're working, we are busy. Um, patients come first, their worries become my worries, their well-being and their health is my top priority. And then when I'm off, I enter the house, shower, and boom, I'm in this mom mode of school, work, um, making sure uniforms are clean, mainly shirts now, because, uh, you know, online learning. Right. <laughs> and, uh, kids have eaten and showered and that they've had some bonding time with me. Um, I try to work about three to four days a week, and this has so far kept me happy and felt like I've had a good balance of work and home life. Yeah. So tell me about what work-life balance kind of means for you, because it sounds like you have some days maybe where it's completely crazy and a lot of work and a lot of kids and not a lot of time for yourself. Um, Yeah. Just tell me about, um, I guess, (laughs) where you find that balance and kind of when you take care of yourself. Um, So I guess a definition of work-life balance would be a chance to fulfill or pursue a full-time career while taking an active role as a mother um, if you learn to find the balance that works for your life. But my definition of this would be to be an awesome doctor and an awesome mother. Not the best, but my best version. 
So, so that's different for everyone. I mean, motherhood and its goals are different for each individual. I believe in making the most of the time that I have for the day. It doesn't mean that it needs to be packed with things to do. It just means that each day needs to have a meaningful, positive thing that I did for myself, for my kids, my spouse, or a friend, or even a patient. And um, each day, um, you know, I'd like to strive to be better than I was yesterday. So it sounds like you kind of have some mental check boxes that you're trying to get through each day. And, and so is it, do you have like a gratitude journal or something where you keep track of what was accomplished during the day and, um, and how you bring more meaning to, to that day in particular? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I used to journal a lot more earlier when I had more time. I feel like more than journaling now, I have checklists that I go down through my phone um, and, and and check off. But, you know, um, whenever I do find a quiet moment um, in between patients, sometimes to kind of um, refocus, uh, maybe even um, before bedtime, um, you know, giving it that kind of, um, giving my, my head that kind of, um, break and saying, look, um, what have I accomplished today? What went well? What could go, what could have gone better? Um, and how can be, how can tomorrow, um, be better? Um, yeah, so definitely, um, you know, journaling, writing that usually, you know, helps, um, you know, kind of getting all your thoughts in one place and feeling like you have some sort of a balance. Yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like I already know the answer to this question, at least for you. But um, do you believe that work-life balance is really attainable? Or is it just something that we strive towards, kind of like perfection? Yeah, so I mean, work-life balance is definitely a goal to strive towards. I mean, some days and weeks, you're great at one thing and, uh, you know, others fall behind and vice versa. I think it's a daily goal, which means it requires frequent renewals, frequent reevaluations of one's intentions. I mean, why are we doing what we're doing? Is it what's making us happy? Um, is it keeping us grateful? Is it helping raise, a, you know, decent, productive individuals? Is it making the world a better place? Um, is it attainable? Sure, but it's very personal. So if someone feels uneasy and it's clearly a part of their life is suffering, like their family or their work, it doesn't mean that they'll never get uh, to having a balance. It's just something to work at regularly. So how often do you reevaluate your goals and your work-life balance? I think it's a daily thing, Alexis. Um, you know, uh, it, every day uh, you, you get to kind of um, reevaluate or you, you have to kind of reevaluate where you're at. And then obviously the bigger goals, um, you know, uh, like, you know, whether it's weekly, whether it's monthly, um, you know, uh, the cool thing, um, I mean, being Muslim, we kind of, we, we're, we, we usually pray five times, we pray five times a day, right? So, um, you, mo most of us do. So when you have that break in prayer, um, you know, that your, that your day is kind of broken up around. I, I think that's when I, you know, personally, that's when I kind of get a chance to reflect, um, you know, either right before or right after. Um, it, it's kind of, uh, a chance to, to close off and shut off what's going around, uh, you know, on around you and, and, um, just be grateful, um, for all the things and, you know, your health, your life, um, especially in these challenging times and, uh, refocus on what, what your bigger purpose is. Yeah. So those prayers are, are really almost like a 
grounding, a built-in grounding practice in your, in your days. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Something, um, <laughs> you know, something I've learned to be more grateful for and not, uh, you know, yeah. In the, in the, in the, in this time, especially with COVID. For sure. Um, so yeah, let's talk about COVID. <laughs> um, it's, you know, thrown, I think a lot of people off of not just their work-life balance, but balance in general. Like what is balance? What am I even doing with my life? Am I at home all day? Like not getting out of my pajamas or <laughs> am I at work stressing out about all the things I haven't been able to accomplish or get done because the kids are at home and they're screaming and, um, and so, so the COVID pandemic obviously has made things much harder for a lot of people. And then, of course, in um, Houston, we just kind of got out of this, uh, what I'm calling Snowvid 21, um, <laughs> where everything was just kind of shut down and a lot of people had damage to their homes and didn't have electricity and were freezing for a week. Um, so there are things, you know, aside from the pandemic that throw up our work-life balance, but with COVID in particular, um, how has it thrown off your work-life balance and what have you kind of done to get back to it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been uh, you know, a tough time for, for everyone in, in every sense. And uh, for me individually, I mean, working in an urgent care setting, having family at home who are elderly. So my grandma was actually visiting here from India and could not return for a while, um, you know, given the pandemic and flights not going out and stuff. And I was constantly under a lot of stress. Like, what could I potentially be bringing home? Um, who could I, you know, potentially be exposing? And, um, you know, like most people, you know, like well, most families, you know, the kids are home, uh, husband's working from home. So balancing these increased needs at home with working in a higher stress environment was definitely challenging. I mean, however, having the support from my company um, and my family meant a lot. Having access to employee mental health services uh, means a lot. I mean, I would urge everyone, whether you think you got this whole work-life balance thing going or not, I'd encourage everyone to seek out help, seek out counseling services through apps, through employee services, through insurances, so that you have a neutral person to discuss the stressors of um, this big change um, in a COVID world. Um, also, I mean, we kind of touched on this earlier, having a plan, having notes, um, goals for each day helps um, doing some dinner prep meal services if you can afford to or planning out meals so that, you know, groceries aren't gone to waste, um, right. you know, helps. Um, having boundaries helps. It helps me. I mean, like this is playtime for you. This is outdoor time, you know, for the family. This is your, you know, this is our TV time. or And then this is me time. Um, outsourcing uh, some things like getting a cleaning service helps. I understand it's not for everyone. It's not always affordable, but basically using resources in the community for the entire family is, is useful or has been useful. Um, and that's what we've often turned to um, in these tough times. So what I'm hearing is ask for help. Um, <laughs> moms, you don't have to do it alone. I think so many moms get into this mindset of I have to get everything done. I have to do everything by myself. And if I don't, other moms are going to look at me differently or um, family members or friends are going to look at me differently. That is so not the case anymore. I think that it's um, so much more admirable if you're also taking the time to take care of yourself and make sure your mental health is good because in the end, it's, it's not only impacting you, it's impacting your kids as well. Um, so the balance is not just, you know, beneficial to to you um you know it's it's something that you should strive for for others i agree i 
very much of you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me for this conversation. I just feel like it's so needed um, after yeah. the crazy Can 2020. I, um, I just wanted to say a few more things, Alexis, like tips for yeah. moms yeah. trying to find the balance. Would that be okay? Absolutely. You have some additional recommendations for us? Yeah. I mean, I just kind of... Sure. Because I kind of talked about most of them, but hmm, I just wanted to add on a few, you know, uh, things that I found myself doing and also have found it to help uh, in my life. So um, uh, the first thing was um, stopping with the guilt for moms. You know, mom guilt is real. Yeah. It starts from birth, um, you know, baby, from the baby's sleep to milk production to toddler tantrums to eating issues, behavior issues. We bear and beat ourselves down for that a lot. And uh, mothers are so often judged. I mean, you were just talking about it, like, you know, oh, are they abandoning their children when returning to work full time? Some women don't have the option of being stay at home moms while others choose to go back to work because they don't want to give up their careers. And whatever the reason may be, deciding to be a working mom is, you know, it's our choice and that should be admired, not judged or shamed. And, um, you know, if you're feeling guilty about not being with your child all the time, then, you know, it's time to let it go. Um, yeah, that's an option. And um, focusing on the positive things that your work life is contributing to your family, like um, being confident that you're making the best choice for your whole family, including for yourself, um, will help your child feel the extent of your love, your passion, and your drive. And, um, you know, obviously, like we were talking about earlier, prioritize the tasks that are important and that are needed for that day, that week, and making lists, keeping reminders, being organized helps for staying mothering and for our peace of mind. And, um, you know, like I mentioned before, outsource some of the things that you can, like grocery delivery, cleaning services, and keeping communication lines open with our partners, um, with our spouses, with caregivers, with work. Um, Because, you know, kids get sick and Texas freezes over and nannies can't make it and things happen. And, um, you know, being flexible, as flexible as possible, and not stressing over the small stuff will carry you through. And um, sharing household tasks and letting some things go. I think I had the hardest, you know, time with this. Just we cannot be perfect. We cannot expect our spouses to be, our kids to be. So we just can do what we can to strive to be better each day. And, um, you know, making sure that we're taking the time out for ourselves, time out for our partners. Um, that me time is, is very, you know, special. And then making sure that we're taking the time out to connect with other working moms and talk about and our losses. Um, there's this Facebook group called Bad Mom Docs um, that I recently joined, and we discussed the realities of why our toddlers are crying for the most ridiculous of reasons and why it's ramen for dinner three nights in a row. Um, but I mean, it's a relief that many need to see others in a human light and not just a picture perfect. Uh, thing that we see on social media a lot of times where it's like a picture-perfect couple and picture-perfect families, and that's not, you know, reality. Um, And so can working moms have a successful career and fulfilling family life? I think it's absolutely possible. It may not look exactly like how we pictured it. It may not, you know, be a certain, you know, view we may have had, but you know, don't let that fool you recognize and appreciate and be grateful for all the great things that, you know, um, that, you know, we've done, um, you know, as women, as moms, um, and just take it one day at a time. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, 
finding that support system for yourself and, and outsourcing tasks as you can is definitely a very important part of finding that balance. And if you feel like at home you don't have that support system, um, you know, I, I think digital media can be or social media can be um, a negative thing sometimes. Um, but as far as those network groups go, um, they can be really beneficial, um, especially if you're like new to the area and you haven't found that close group of moms yet. It's a great place to look. Um, and then like Dr. High mentioned earlier, seeking out therapy. Um, if you need it, or even if you haven't ever tried it before and you're not sure that you need it, I really think there's value in, again, finding that neutral person to just talk to you and tell you, you know, you're doing everything the best you can. And sometimes we just need to hear that from someone that's not like our mom or <laughs> our best friend or our spouse. Or A neutral person who doesn't really have, you know, uh, you know, one a way to sway you one way or the other just to put things in a slightly different perspective for you. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much again, Dr. High. This was really enlightening. I hope that our audience members got as much out of this as I did. Um, and, and thanks again for being on Health Explained. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Alexis. 